Welcome to Real Estate Business Explained. On this show, we share insights to what it really looks like to build a real estate business from the inside, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I'm Sean, and as a coach and trainer, over the past 15 years, I've seen it all, and I wanna share what I've learned with you. So whether you're just getting started or you've already got a lot going on and you're just looking for something new, I'm confident there's gonna be something here for you. Let's get into it. Hey, I'm Sean, and welcome to today's episode. We've been going deep on the hiring process and I've taken people through some of the considerations and planning steps that I always take before bringing a new person into one of my businesses. And, you know, we've, we've probably done a lot more than most people would think is necessary to get started with a hire. I know that a lot of people kind of just shoot from the hip and that could work, but you also might miss an opportunity. You might not attract the right people because you might not look organized and they might show up and not really know what they're supposed to be doing. So we've talked a lot about compensation, the different types of ways that you can hire people, creating a mission, vision, values, and really understanding where you're going. So there's a lot that we've put into kind of just drawing this conceptual roadmap so that now hopefully as we start to put stuff together, your job is gonna be a little bit easier, you're gonna be more prepared, and when these people do come and start working for you, they're gonna kind of understand where they fit in what they should be doing, what the benchmarks look like, and all of that stuff. And today what I want to do is actually talk about packaging it. So we've done a lot of the heavy lifting. It's all downhill from here. And what I want to talk about today is taking all these ideas that we've come up with, and hopefully by now if you've been following along, like you should have a comp plan, you know how you're hiring them, have an idea of that candidate, what they're doing, what it's going to look like. And today we're creating a role overview. So what's a role overview? Well, I, I, I like to look at this as a package. It's a package of different documents that kind of give a really clear sense of what the role looks like, how to succeed in it, who we're looking for, who we are, and how to get started with us. Okay, so it's going to have our mission, vision, values. It's going to have a descriptive of the role, like a write-up, okay, something that's going to be attractive and fun and excite them. It's going to talk about us, same kind of descriptive element. It's going to say, you know, here's who we are. Here's, here's where we're at in our business. Here's where we're going. Um, it's also going to contain some of the details that you just might not want to have to walk through with every single person. For example, the comp structure. I just like to put it all in front of them. So I'll, I'll lay the whole comp structure out. I'll create a pro forma. Say, here's what a successful candidate would look like, you know, a year or two years in. And then I'm also going to give them some benchmarks. Here's what we want to see in 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, a year, two years. Here's what your growth path looks like to becoming a member of our team. Okay. And what I do is I, I create all this stuff and then I share it with candidates I'm interested in as a way of kind of screening them in, giving them the Coles notes on the opportunity. And then when I get to spend time with them, I'm not wasting time explaining something that I could have just given them a package on. And here's the deal. The explanation stuff might not seem like a lot of effort, but if you want to grow a big organization, chances are you're going to have to hire a ton of people. So, you know, those little conversations where you spend 15 minutes going over the comp plan doesn't seem like a lot, but if you do it 20 times, 30 times, or multiple times a year, you're repeating this whole process, it really adds up. So I know a lot of you are are like, my God, Sean, I don't want to build another four or five documents, but hear me out. If you do this now, you have it forever. It's something that you can build off, you can revise, you can alter it for different roles. Like it's yours, right? And it's going to save you time in the long run. Okay. Also importantly, I think one of the big things that we really want to get out of this is that it's going to help act as a filter and a magnet. So what do I mean by this? Well, if you do this right, 
what's going to happen is you're going to put out a really strong impression of who you are and who you're looking for. And if you do that, what you'll find is that the right people are going to be attracted to it and people who aren't right, who, you know, were looking for an easier gig or they didn't want to have to do everything that this role entails, or maybe they're not in alignment with your mission, vision, values. Those people are going to filter themselves out. You might not even need to speak to them. I've had this happen again and again and again. When I send people a role interview, I'll have had maybe, you know, a quick chat with them first just to check them out, 15 minutes kind of thing. I'll say, I'm going to send you some documents. I want you to give a thorough look over them and let me know if you have any questions. I get an email back two days later and they say, look, I'm not interested. This isn't what I'm looking for right now. And that feels negative, right? Because we're in sales. We're like, oh, I want everyone to want me. But here's the deal. That's a huge gift. I don't want to go down the train with this person doing like, you know, two or three or more interviews and learning their lifestyle and doing personality assessments and tests and all this crap. Like I'm thorough when I interview people. So I don't want to do all that stuff unless they really want it. Okay. So I want to filter people out. And the cool thing is that if done right, this is going to attract the right people. So I like to sell it as hard. I'm like, look, this isn't easy. This is not something that's going to be a walk in the park. You're going to have to do the work. You're going to have to grow. You're going to have to challenge yourself. You're going to get out of your comfort zone. Okay. Um, I like to make it hard, but possible. So I like to show them like, here's what we've done. Here's what I've been able to do. Here's what other people in my organization have been able to do. It's absolutely possible. And I'm also going to use that mission, vision, values as a way to attract the right people in. So I want to put that in front of someone and say, look, if this is something that resonates with you, we should be working together. If you're not in alignment with my values, like the way that we carry ourselves, our beliefs within the company, then I don't want you here. You could be the best salesperson in the world. You could come in and throw 100 contracts a week at me. But the problem is that if I build an, organiz- an organization around someone who's not a fit with the values that the existing group has and the people who we want to work with have, they're going to act as a filter. They're going to push away everyone who would have been the future of the company because they're just not right. Trust me, I've been in these situations where I let, let this happen and it dragged out and out and out. And sometimes, you know, for years before you do the right thing and just kind of move forward, um, it sucks. Okay. And then what you want to do as well is you want to use this to sell the opportunity. So we have some, even in ours, like we have some slides. We're showing like, here's where we're at year one, year two. Here's where we envision ourselves. Here's the structure that we're building. Here's what we have in place. It's something that we can use to show people that we're serious. We have a a really big vision for what we're building. And it's an opportunity not just for a role, but also for personal growth and for career growth in the long run. Okay, so what are some of the details? Well, one of the things that I really like to include, because I was mentioning that I want to make sure that I include a ton of the details that I don't want to have to go over with people in person. One of the things that I want to make sure that I include is the, the commission or the comp structure and the pro forma. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take exactly how it works. I'm going to give them an overview. And I almost, I usually do this kind of in a mixture of bullet points and narrative. So I'll I'll give a bit of a narrative like, hey, you know, we have these different rates based on X, Y, and Z. Here's how they work. Here's how they show up. You know, rate one, bullet point, like almost legal jargon. Rate two, here's our, our bonus structure. If you do X, Y, and Z, you get bonused out at blank and here's how it works and here's how it's paid. So I give them everything. I want to make sure that it's like super detailed. I'm not telling them how to invoice me or anything like that, but I'm, I'm giving them a really, really crystal clear understanding. And then I'm taking a best case scenario. So I'm saying, here's what it looks like if you're highly successful. 
in my business and in a lot of real estate businesses, you're going to find that the first six months are kind of slow. So for us, we do an 18 month performer. I say, look, if you're coming in, expect that in the first four to six months, you're not making a lot of money. And you know what? If you don't like that, then no problem. But you'd probably be better off looking for a salaried position in a different industry. If you're in real estate, don't expect to make it rain in the first 60, 90, 120, you know, six months, basically, you're probably going to be kind of breaking even by the six month point. And if you do that, you're actually doing well. So I'm honest with people about that. And then I say beyond that, though, in the year that follows, because at that point, they'll have built up a little bit of momentum if they're doing the right things. In the year that follows, here's what it could look like. You know, in the first quarter, you're going to get blank. In the second quarter, you're going to get blank. In the third quarter, you're going to get blank. And here's what your rolling annual income looks like at the end of that 18 month period. Okay. So I'm going to give them a look and I'm going to give them the performa for how it all adds up so that they don't have to try to go and figure it out. I'm going to, I'm going to point a splashy number at them. I think uh, the current role overview I have out there shows about $190,000 of personal income. No expenses are applied to it. It's just like clean personal income. And that's really nice. Um, Another thing that I'm going to include in here is I'm going to give them a 90 day benchmark. So right under that performa, I'm going to say, hey, by the way, you want to make something like this happen. Here's what you should be seeing yourself do in the first 30 days, 60 days and 90 days. So like 30 days in, you're going to have learned this. You're going to be plugged into this. You'll have access to X, Y and Z tools. Uh, 60 days in, you should be booking your first like, you know, in that first week, you should have at least two appointments. And after that, it's going to look like this. And here's how many actives you want to have. Month three, we're going to get you plugged into this. You're going to be attending this. And by the way, you should be closing your first couple deals with plans to launch them X, Y, Z, or, you know, get, get this, uh, get the commission in X amount of time. So what I'm doing is I'm, I'm showing them what we expect. And remember that you painted like an aggressive picture of what is possible financially. So show them reality. Like you want this, here's what you got to do, right? I don't want you to go and, and, put something together that's imaginary. So if you haven't done this yourself, then don't, don't lie to people. Like you want it to be real. Like when I created my first ones, I set a benchmark like that $180,000 benchmark. That's based on them closing 20 contracts and upgrading 10 people. I did that my first year while building the company with no support, no tools, no system. So I was just like running at it, hammering as hard as I could. And that's what I did. So I like to assume someone coming in with our full toolkit and us giving them everything and training them and supporting them, why, why wouldn't they be able to do that? It just makes sense. I'm also going to show them our company org chart. So I'm going to tell a bit of a story, right? So I, I want to show them, you know, here's who we are. Here's how long we've been in business. I'm going to show them a, a, a map, you know, year one, year two, year three, year five, year 10, whatever you're at. And then the future where we see ourselves in, you know, two years, five years, 10 years down the road. And and then an organization chart. Here's, here's how it's structured. Here's who reports to who. Here's how we're supporting people. Here's what it all looks like. And here's where you can fit in. Okay. Um, and then I think with all this stuff, like I'm, I keep on saying, like, we want to sell it. We want to attract the best possible people that we can. So this is sales. We're, we're convincing someone. I think getting someone to come work for you is one of the most important kinds of sales to master because you're literally telling them to align their mission with yours. So they've got to really have a high level of trust and belief in what you're doing. Um, But I also think it's really important to be real about who you are, right? Like we're a startup or, you know, we have more leads than we know how to, how to work. That's not a good thing. That's a problem we have. Okay. So 
Um, we're growing fast in need of help to create structure. Like show them the, the opportunity in the challenge that you have. Like we're looking for someone to fix this problem. It, we have a big problem right now. Are you the person who can help us? Okay. So we've got all this stuff. We're really trying to show people, um, what it looks like to be part of us. And we want to get them excited. We want to answer all their, as many of their questions as we can. And we want to be honest with them. So what does this all look like? Well, for me, I've got four documents. I've got, I've, I've got like a PDF that they can download of our mission, vision, values. I have a descriptive or a narrative, which contains a little bit about the, um, the role, what to expect, who's who, that kind of stuff. I have the financial performa, which also has the benchmarks on it. So here's what, here's what you can earn. Here's, here's how that calculates out. And also the person who's going to earn this, here's what they look like 30 days in, 60 days in, 90 days in, whatever. Right. Um, and then what's the last thing that we have? Oh yeah. We've got like this slideshow PDF thing so they can go through some slides. It's talking about the company and it's pretty and like, you know, it's just designed to kind of give them a semblance that we're, uh, we're putting in an effort, which we are. It's really important that they know that they're important to me because I'm going to make it hard for them to join us. Like I want them to jump through hoops. And if they're going to do that, um, they probably need to really believe in this. So I want to show them like, yeah, I, I know that we're asking a lot here. And at the same time, that's because we're awesome. There's a lot to put together. So for me, when I'm doing this, I usually have some people in my business that are supporting me. And here's the deal guys. Like if you're not yet having employees or staff or anything like that, AI can really be useful in this stuff. If you haven't tried it yet, like honestly, I, I think a lot of people haven't tried AI just because they're like apprehensive about getting started. They feel like it's going to have a learning curve. People, trust me, it is so simple. It's like you literally just ask it. So what I would do, I like to use this technique I call the 10-80-10. And the idea is that you want to get it the first 10% of the way there. And then you're going to let someone else do 80% of it. And then you're going to do the last 10% so that it still reads true to you. Okay. So what I would do is I'd give the structure, like I'd create the bullet points. Then I'd give it to chat GPT and I'd create a really nice brief. So I'd create like a nice long paragraph. Hi chat GPT. Hope you're having a great day. This is Sean. I run a coaching business for real estate agents, helping them level up and, and grow and achieve their goals. I'm creating a job doing X, Y, Z. I've attached an overview of the role below and some arithmetic. What I really need is a nice two paragraph summary of the role that will get people excited. Please write it in, um, in, you know, approachable language, nothing too advanced, but also not juvenile or childish and give it to me in a way that's fun, but professional. Okay. It's going to spit a bunch of stuff out and then you ask it for revisions. I love this, but could you maybe do blank? Could you talk a little bit about blank? Could you remove this word? And it gives you another version. Usually I find after five or six iterations, it's good enough that I can pull it out and do the last 10%. Some of this stuff you're just going to have to do yourself, right? So the performa, I wouldn't ask AI to do that. You got to just get it together. Um, try to make everything as concise as possible. The goal is not to give someone an overwhelming docket. You want them to be able to scroll and flip through it all in about 10, 15 minutes and then come back and spend more time if they choose to. But it doesn't need to be a huge thing. It should be really straightforward and keep the language simple. This is a, a rule in marketing. Like we want to speak to people at about a grade four level. That's what they want. That's how it all, that, that's how it will be the best received. And so keep it simple. Don't overdo it. Okay. Um, now you're going to be tempted to go spray this all over the place. Don't 
what you're going to do is you're going to get someone to look at it. So um, if, if you actually go through all this stuff, send it to us. We'll take a look and give you our honest feedback on it. Or you can reach out to a friend or something like that. But just ask someone, maybe if you're in a brokerage, ask your broker or someone who you admire to say, hey, could you take a look at this, see what I'm missing? Okay, you'll get some feedback. And then the way that you deliver this is really important. First of all, I don't spray and pray with this stuff. This is for screened candidates only. I don't want to be putting my playbook out there. I don't want to have a, a zillion people asking me questions. If I don't think you're a fit, I'm not sharing this with you. Okay, so I'm going to talk about getting applicants in a little bit, but generally speaking, um, I want to I want to speak to as few people as possible. So I'm going to do a ton of screening. I'm going to provide this to people. It, it, it'll either be this first and then a quick 15 minute phone call or a 15 minute phone call. And then this probably this first would be better because they'll cancel some phone calls and it'll save you some some questions. Um, and the other thing about the way that you share this is don't send anyone the PDFs. You'd be really like, this is just the natural inclination with stuff like this is like, oh, I'm, I'm done. I'll just like send them the four files and it'll land on their computer. But here's the problem. You're going to make a mistake. There's going to be like a typo somewhere. There's going to be something dumb. You're going to change something in the future, even if nothing was wrong the first time around. Like there's going to be something that gets updated and, and shifted around. So you need to be able to revise this. So what you're going to do is you're going to take these four things, you're going to put them in a drive or a Dropbox file or something like that, and you're going to create a share link. And then all that you do when you want to share with someone is you just send them the link and they can open up the virtual folder. They can go through all the stuff. They can choose to download it if they want, but if you need to make an amendment to something in there, you can just upload the new thing and anyone else who has that link from before will be instantly brought up to speed. So it's a really simple way to do it. Okay. Again, guys, this is something that takes um, probably like three or four hours. Honestly, that's probably what you're going to end up spending on this. I know that's a lot and I know you're busy and blah, blah, blah. And this feels like you're slowing down. But trust me, if you just do this, it's going to save you so much energy in the long run. And you're going to get better people. The people who are going to come in are going to better understand what they're supposed to do, how they're supposed to show up, and what they're supposed to be contributing to. Everything is just going to be better if you take this step. And most importantly, you're probably going to get better people because, again, they're going to show up understanding who you are and they're either going to screen themselves out or the right people will come through to the finish line. So I really hope that you take the time to actually put this together. It's actually a really fun process. It really forces you to slow down and think about what you want and, and who you want these people to be. And then what we're going to do next is we're going to walk you through how to get the right people in front of you. So we're, we're on to the, the fun part now, the actual marketing of the opportunity, the screening of the candidates, the interview process. We're going to go really deep on this. And um, we're not there yet, but I'm always grateful for your time. And I'm, I'm looking forward to the next one. Thanks for listening. And we'll talk soon.